Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. A very bizarre Friday edition of JJ After Dark. It's John G. Stremski right here on The Fan. And the big news of Thursday, the sports world in its entirety shut down every which way. Highlighted by the first ever cancellation of the NCAA tournament in my lifetime. And... This was the guy I was supposed to see out in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. I thought we'd catch up. I thought we'd have some fun. I thought maybe I'd have an exciting quarterfinal of Syracuse and Louisville to look forward to. But you can put all that aside. There will be no March Madness. Instead, it's March Sadness as we welcome in Aaron Torres from Fox Sports Radio, the Aaron Torres podcast. Aaron, wild times. How you hanging, my friend? I'm doing well, JJ, and it is funny you mentioned Wild Times. I'm going to do a little bit of a plug here while also referencing it. But So I had Bill Walton on my podcast this week, uh, and I interviewed him Tuesday night. And so I was thinking about this today. It didn't, And maybe it was because it's Bill Wall and he's a lunatic, but it didn't even cross my mind to ask him about Corona. Like just, it wasn't even on the radar. It wasn't even in the conversation. And to go from interviewing him on Tuesday night to less than 48 hours later, the tournament being canceled, it's just bananas. It's unprecedented. As you said, I know you're covering it from a, a 30,000 foot view of every sport going, but for college basketball, man, this one really does hurt. Oh, it's devastating because the best four days in sports for me, Aaron, are the first four days of the NCAA tournament. And even if you're not a college basketball fan, there's like this Americana value to it. The brackets, everybody gets involved. Everybody fills one out. It's just like a part of our tradition as sports fans, as Americans, all that tied into one. And I got to be honest with you, Aaron. I never in a million years thought they would actually cancel the tournament until we hit about Wednesday night and we found that everything going on with Rudy Gobert. Like, you could have sold me on Tuesday. All right, the tournament's going to be played in front of nobody. It's going to be a weird, wacky situation, but the games will be on. They'll be broadcasted, and it'll be a different feel to the tournament, but the games will still be there for all of us. 
Once the NBA shuts down, once Gobert is diagnosed with coronavirus, that to me was the telltale sign. We ain't seeing college basketball continue. Yeah, no, and a reference to back to Tuesday, um, you know, I remember doing a radio interview with my buddy Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, and they asked me point blank, they said, what do you think the possibility is that we play games without fans in the arena? And I said, I actually think we're trending towards that direction at that point. And both of them were surprised at that possibility. So again, the way that this thing evolved is unbelievable. And it's exactly what you said, JJ. It's just, it's so unprecedented. It's so unbelievable. Um, And it's just so disappointing. I mean, because one, as a consumer, um, it is a great four days of sports and it is a great four days, you know, to get together with your buddies, to hang out, you know, your wife fills out a bracket, your daughter fills out a bracket, you know, in your work pool. Uh, It's something that everybody can do together. And then from the, the perspective of the student athletes, man, it's just such a bummer. So many kids, and I know college basketball has its warts, and we're always going to have the conversations about, you know, should they be getting more, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But for kids to have the, their careers end without getting that opportunity to play for a championship, you know, schools and cities and states that love this stuff, that, that really – you know, once in a generation opportunities at date in San Diego State, places like that. I'm just hurting for a lot of people. This was the only decision to be made. As you said, once Rudy Gobert got diagnosed, it was a no brainer. You couldn't send these kids out onto the court when the professionals weren't playing. But it's I, I am hurting for a lot of people across college basketball right now. Aaron, for me, it really hits home when I think about a Miles Powell at Seton Hall. Yeah. When I think about Rutgers not making a tournament since 1991, they were on the way. Um, you think about Hofstra getting there for the first time since 2001. And then Dayton. Dayton is never going to be a number one seed again. I mean, they had the perfect storm. Obi Toppin, they have this magical year. They have a legitimate chance to go and win an NCAA championship. And basically now, that's all for naught. And you and I both know, no matter what, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, when we look back on the 2019-2020 college basketball season, these storylines are going to be forgotten. The number one storyline that's going to come to mind is that the coronavirus canceled March Madness. Yeah, I was telling you up there, JJ, it's, a, it's a, you know, weirdly fitting. I don't want to say it's ironic or funny or anything, but, you know, it was kind of a forgettable college basketball season in general um, with the fact that the, the players weren't, at, you know, the best players weren't as good, the best teams weren't as good, and now this is going to be the narrative. Now, I do still think when, when we see Obi Toppin, and I think he's going to be a very good player in the NBA, I still think we're going to think about that season at Dayton, think of what if. But I, I, I do feel bad for everyone that you referenced. Miles Powell has been everything that's right in college basketball the last four years, working his way from an undervalued recruit to a reserve, to a role player, to a star, to the Big East, you know, the best player in the Big East. Uh, you mentioned Hofstra. You mentioned Rutgers. It was funny. I was out to dinner with my wife tonight, and they're kind of showing tweets and, and Instagram posts on SportsCenter. And, you know, Penn State, Lamar Stevens, I mean, they haven't been to the NCAA tournament in forever. This was a kid that could have gone pro last year but wanted to leave a legacy at Penn State, and they certainly had the best regular season they've had in as long as I can remember, but it's just different. And and I think what really hit home for me, J.J., was seeing some of these kids that do have an NBA future. You know, Cassius Stanley put out an emotional tweet from Duke, Devon Dotson from Kansas, who I think is going to be a first-rounder. This still matters to them. And I know that the general public, like I said a minute ago, I know they're sour on college basketball. I know they think that all these kids think they're getting railroaded and they hate being in school and they want to be in the NBA. These kids – 
certainly they, they want to get to the NBA. Don't get me wrong. But they love the time in college, and to see the emotion of the guys that their careers are going to go on, it puts in perspective for some of these guys at the Belmonts, at the Hofstras that are never going to get that opportunity. Okay, Aaron, the guys who are going to be first-round picks, this is not going to be a discussion. They're going to the next level. But do you think we can see the NCAA grant a waiver to allow certain student-athletes who didn't get a chance to play in the NCAA tournament an extra year of eligibility, is there any way that could happen? You know, I really hope so, and I, I don't know who was the first to come up with this, but I saw a few people reference it throughout the day. I, I really hope they do. Listen, I'll say this. I, I, I'm a defender of college athletics, but the NCAA doesn't do PR very well, <laughs> and I, I feel like they'll figure out a way to botch this or screw it up. Um, and I, I'm sure there are some logistical dynamics to it. I'm sure it will have some impact in terms of, you know, uh, coaches, you know, maybe a, a, a recruit coming in would ask for a decommitment because they thought they were going to have a spot or whatever, like whatever. I don't care what the, what the, you know, whatever the ramifications are. They say there's always unintended consequences. I don't care what the unintended consequences are here. It's the right thing to do. As you said, I don't think the guys that have the NBA futures, the Miles Powells, the Marcus Howards, um, you know, the Adoka as a bouquets at Kansas, I don't think any of them are going to take any, take, take the NCAA up on it. But like you said, for the kids at the small schools, for the kids that, that were this close to getting a taste of March Madness, of, of that special moment, uh, I think it is the right thing to do. I do, you know, I, I, I hope that cooler heads prevail. I don't think they will. The NCAA doesn't do good with, with PR stuff like this, but I hope they figure out a way to do it because I think it'd be a great thing for college basketball and college athletics in general. Don't forget, there were a lot of spring sports canceled as well, uh, non-revenue sports, Olympic sports that we don't talk about, but those baseball, softball, tennis players, golfers, whatever, their careers came to an end as well today. We've got our buddy Aaron Torres from Fox Sports Radio. Check out the Aaron Torres podcast. We'll get to his interview that he had with one of my all-time favorites, Bill Walton, in a little bit. But, Aaron, as far as the decision by the NCAA to cancel the tournament Mm -hmm. as opposed to, dare I say, postponing it, look – I would love to see this tournament played, I don't know, six weeks from now, eight weeks from now. But the logistics, the more and more I think about it, the logistics of arenas, we're talking about guys with professional futures basically saying, all right, I'm focusing on the draft. I'm focusing on this. It's too close for me to now all of a sudden ramp it back up and put on a Michigan State or a Seton Hall jersey, whatever the case may be. Um, And then, you know, you just think about the idea of trying to organize it with guys not playing now for four or five weeks at a time. Is there any feasible way to try to go about this? Or in your opinion, did the NCAA just get it right by saying, you know, with the way this played out, there's no way we can have this tournament? Yeah, I will say this is, you know, to, to take it to, back to the NBA for a second, I've been critical with Adam Silver on a lot of things. I think he's handled this perfectly. He just said, we're suspending play. We're going to update as information comes in. We're not going to put a definitive date on when we want to be back. We're not canceling the season. And I do wish to a degree the NCAA had done that. I, I wish Mark Emmert had gone to the podium today or put in a statement something to the effect of, we are postponing the tournament with the very real possibility that that's going to have to get canceled, JJ, because 
I do think all those reasons you bring up are, 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 are the reasons that it probably isn't feasible to do this in six weeks. It isn't feasible because you got to get the arenas. You got to get the, uh, you know, the, like you said, the players are going to declare. Even the ones that aren't going to declare, I was thinking about this today. Keep in mind, I think most, if not all, universities are, you know, suspending class on campus at this point. These kids aren't going back to campus, they're going home. Uh, and, you know, even the ones that are going to be coming back to school uh, are going to be off campus for three, four, five weeks, maybe the rest of the semester. And so I would have liked the NCAA to, to have worded it in a way that gave us all hope. And then maybe in a week when we have a better feeling of like, hey, this might be a two-month thing, this might be a six-month thing, then you say, listen, it's just not realistic. I get why they did it for all the reasons you said, J.J., you're 100% right, but, man, I would have loved to just leave the crack of that door open just on the possibility that we could play this thing, if only for the kids, you know, if only for the kids to, to have that possibility down the road. Aaron, I totally get it, my friend. And, listen, this would have been a week that we love. I mean, it's the great appetizer, right, the conference tournaments. There's no way in the world, when you and I were having a conversation the last time I had you on the air – we were thinking that there would even be a legitimate possibility of this happening. So, you know, we sit here now and our thoughts maybe seem real trivial at the time. No way, no how. It's amazing how that about face can happen so quickly over the span of what, 48, 72 hours, give or take. No, 100%, man. And, you know, it's funny because I recorded my podcast, uh, you know, with Bill and then I obviously did an opening segment. And in that segment, and JJ, this is one of the tough things that, that you and I have to do is we have to report news in real time. And we have to go on air with a mic in front of us and say what we believe in that moment. But that, then opinions change, facts change. And I said on Wednesday before, even after the NCAA had, had announced that there was going to be no fans in the stands, I said – they should play this tournament based on the information we have. They should play the tournament based on the information we have. They should play the conference championships. And then, like you said, I think the Rudy Gobert deal, when, when that happens, it just puts a face to it. It puts a reality to it. And like I said, it just, it was one of those deals where once the pros are stepping off the court, it's hard to justify having the college kids on there. So no, I'm with you, man. I, I, I've said a lot on this the last couple of days. I know you have for hours on end uh, here on WFAN, and I don't think you regret anything you said because we can only report on what we uh, believe and what we know in real time. And the scary thing about this thing is, as you said, things are changing really quick, and certainly in the sports world, it has been flipped on its head the last 48 hours or so. All right, Aaron, before we get you out of here on a much lighter note, you got to spend some time with one of my all-time favorites, one of the great characters in all sports, Bill Walton. Now, it probably seems, you know, kind of crazy in a way because you have all this serious news coming out and you're dealing with a guy who's like the ultimate trip. But <laughs> shed some light on what your time was like hanging out with one of the uh, tremendous and one of the more wacky characters you're going to find in sports. Yeah, uh, a couple things. One, if people need a lighter thing to, to get them through their Friday or Saturday, uh, I recommend it because he is exactly what you would expect him to be. We recorded on Tuesday, so it was obviously before all this news. It was under slightly different circumstances. But what I would say is a couple things. One, it's exactly what you get every Thursday night on ESPN or Pac-12 Network or whatever. He was off the rails. I couldn't keep him on track. A lot of conversations were had in a lot of different directions. But I'll also give him credit for this, man. 
the Pac-12, uh, their shoot-arounds for each individual team started at 3 o'clock that afternoon. They told me to get to the arena at 3. He was already there. Then we w- decided to wait until after the shoot-arounds at 8. Um, and so he was at the arena watching every one of those shoot-arounds, taking notes, preparing for the games. Uh, and then he sat down with me for 45 minutes at about 8.30, 8.45. And, J.J., you know after a long day, uh, you know, wherever we're at, you know, whether you're at Yankee Stadium, whether Bill Walton's at uh, T-Mobile Arena, you just want to get home after a long day in the office. And he gave me 45 minutes. He was fun. He was off the wall. But I just respect him. He promised me he'd give me some time. He did. Uh, he's a man of his word. Uh, he's a little wacky, but he's a good guy. The great Aaron Torres. Check him out on Fox Sports Radio, the Aaron Torres podcast, the latest featuring one of my favorites, the great Bill Walton. Aaron, hopefully the next time we're having a conversation, it's over a few beers and it's far more lighthearted, but we'll get through these next couple of weeks. I don't know what I'm going to talk about these next few weeks, but I can tell you this, it's going to be interesting. Well, listen, if you need me to come on and talk about Narcos Mexico or whatever I like you it. Need. Hey, listen, I got some work to do. And Aaron, I was worried with, you know, the conference tournaments and the tournament. When am I going to have time to watch that and Ozark and Homeland and all this stuff? I think it's fair to say I got plenty of time on my hands. Well, listen, I I told my wife this because, you know, she's great and she's incredible and she supports me and she knew that this month was going to be crazy. And she said, I guess I'm not going to see you that much. And I told her, I texted her uh, about, you know, whatever, 11 a.m. on on, – on Thursday, I said, hey, you wanted some AT? You're going to get a whole bunch of AT because I got nothing to do here for like the next six weeks. So it'll be fun. But you know if you need me, JJ. Listen, I'm a versatile guy. I can talk a lot of things. Just holler whenever you need me, my man. My man, Aaron Torres. All right, bro, we'll catch up soon, all right? Sounds good, JJ. There you have it, the great Aaron Torres. We got a lot more to do. We'll try to keep it lighthearted because that's what we need to do. There's no sports. There's no end in sight. But, hey, we're here. We're live. We're kicking. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.